this is Dee Wallace from ET and Cujo, and you're listening to Still Toking Wit on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? <laughs> Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Ephes for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool.
Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With. My name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard, and we have a kick-ass show for you today. One of my most all-time favorite guests we've ever had. She's amazing. Uh, but as always, check the show notes. You're, you know who you're here for. Uh, but we got a bunch of info there, up above or down below. And I see you laughing there, Ben. Why are you laughing? They know why they're here. Yeah. <laughs> they're here to see the monkey behind the keyboard. Oh, hell no. Hell no. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, the eye candy. That's why we have you, Leo. Oh, okay. It's not because I uh, hit the wrong button every now and then? <laughs> well, that's given. That's every show. <laughs> Uh, okay, and uh, Jeffrey, how's it going, my friend? Uh, oh, you're muted. Your mic's out again. Yeah, t- 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 this happens every episode. Every episode, can't hear him. Give him a minute. <laughs> He'll figure it out. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yep. we can hear you now. You know, I think it's, you know, Leo, you must have pushed the wrong button. It's called Mute Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> You do that every show for some reason. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all on me, all on me. Because he's smart, you know. Yeah. Well, I gotta blame somebody. Well, I, well I we can't. We certainly can't blame our guest. No, 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 no. Certainly uh, not. And just a heads up, we have a ton of people watching right now. So if you have any questions for our guest, please post them in the show notes. We'll uh, do our best to get to them. And uh, Jeffrey, who is our guest this fine evening? Uh, one of my favorite people, actually. Uh, D. Wallace, uh, unbelievable that you are joining us. I am so thrilled. Uh, I, actually, I'm more than thrilled. I spent all day looking up all kinds of stuff about you. I couldn't find any dirt, though. I was kind of bummed out. <laughs> oh, it's out there, baby. It's out there. You know, but that's probably all on the black web, and I don't, I don't tell yeah. the black web. It's that bad. It's you know? on the black web. It's, it's so. It's, I mean, Jeff. Is, I, I'll a, tell you what. I found out things that in movies and shows and everything that I didn't even know existed that you've right? been in. So you I was know, pretty, I pretty blown away. You know, my publicist told me I have more film credits than any other living actor. I said, well, that either makes me old or really accomplished. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Sure I'm that. going with really accomplished. Oh, hell yeah! Right? Hell yeah! Really accomplished. I can't I mean, quite yeah. believe. I have not verified that. <laughs> There's something for y'all to do. Okay. Well, I, I will say that I did try to verify that, but I had no success verifying it. Right. Well, what good are you? <laughs> Not much. That's why we put him down in the corner. <laughs> hey, I'm in the other corner. I'm out of here. No. <laughs> I'm out of here. Out of here. It's like I quit. <laughs> but I mean, in all seriousness, over 200 acting credits to your to your name, amongst a trove of other things. I mean, an author, an accomplished author, a healer. I mean, you just do it all. I try. Well, you sure you you're try. doing it all, <laughs> right? Yeah, I I leave tomorrow. I'm going to Atlanta for a big convention, and then I'm going to Mississippi for a lovely little Christmas film. And then I'm flying to Dallas for another convention. I'm flying back to finish the film, and then I'm coming home. Wow, she sounds like us. Yeah. I'm the little energizer bunny. Right? So we're on the right track. I can say that. Because that's kind of how we are. It's like we leave for conventions. We're home for four days. Then we're in New York for filming for three or four days. And then we're home for four days. It's crazy, isn't it? It's fun. We are crazy, fun, out there people. Uh, Would would you like to mention the convention you're going to be at? Uh, Yeah. It's uh, Atlanta Days of the Dead. Oh, there we go. And uh, Dallas, Texas, Frightmare. Oh, yeah. Texas Frightmare, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I'm I'm uh, I'm going to all the hot spots. 
Well, well, eventually, I'm sure we will run into you at one of these. I was just going to say, if, if if there's a convention that does want to book you, how do they how do they get a hold of you? Do they go through? Uh, they would go through Dominic Mancini, who's my manager for all the conventions. Okay. Okay. There was Great a reason why to work with you'd love him. Yeah, there, there was a reason why I had to ask that because we're involved with a bunch of conventions out here on the East Coast that are horror related conventions. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, who knows? Maybe next year we will run into you. Well, somewhere. we would love to hear from you. Next year's the fortieth anniversary of ET. I know. Yeah. Yes. When did that happen? And you know, um, uh, Henry and Robert and I uh, do quite a few conventions together, so I'm sure we'll be on the circuit a lot next year. That is. I awesome. can't wait. I can't wait. But you mentioned ET. ET. Forty years next year. I mean, how was it to be on that? It was a job. It was you know? a job. Well. I'm serious, you know, when you're doing them, they're just a job. Okay. It's like, oh, great, I got another job, and yeah, it's with a really big, awesome director, but it's a job. Right. Then when you finish it, and it comes out, and it's the biggest blockbuster of all time at the time, it takes on a whole new, you know, life. Right, right. Um, Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know that. whether it's a, a little film like The Nest or a big film like E.T., my job is just to go in and be the best I can be and the most truthful I can be for the fans, you know? I heard uh, Steven Spielberg handpicked you for the role. He did. Uh, I had auditioned for uh, used cars, but Steven works very far in the future, and so he, he saw that vulnerable, childlike uh, quality that he wanted in Mary, and so he saved me for E.T. Nice. Yeah, yeah isn't it? It's a Hollywood story. Wow. Hi, D. Uh, Steven Spielberg's office just called, would you like to start his next film? I went, gee, let me, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Actually, I did ask to read the script, to which my agents replied, D, it's Steven Spielberg. (laughs) And I said, exactly. I don't want to get on a set and feel like I can't do what is needed to do in this part. So I don't take any part without reading it, because if if you, you know, if, if, if your talent doesn't grab onto it, it's just an uphill battle. Right, right. right. It's got to fit you as a person or an individual. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, we're. I know I can speak for everybody watching. We're glad that you took that part. Well, You're right? Me too. Me too. So, um, yeah. So I want to talk about some of the new things that you've been working on. We, you know, the, uh, the Nest, um, uh, Three from Hell, and I know that's out now. That came out, what, 2019, I believe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, Rob called me and he said, you know, dear, a critic just called me and said, you know, I'm reviewing the film and I really like it. But did you cut Dee Wallace? <laughs> <He> <laughs> no, she's in there. Just look. You have to look for her because, you know, when he sent me that part, I went, oh, my God, Rob, I want to do this part. But I can't look like me. I've got to look like shit. So I've got to dye my hair dark. And can I have some horn rim glass? and no makeup, nothing. And there was this slight pause and he goes, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the makeup team and I came up with a a great look for her. 
awesome. Uh, I love hiding behind characters like that. Uh, from the uh, from the chat room, Chris is asking, uh, what was your most challenging role? <laughs> Cujo! Hands down, yes. Cujo. Yes. <laughs> One of my all-time favorites. Just about killed me. Uh, blew out all my adrenals. They, they uh, uh, treated me for exhaustion. Oh, wow. For about three weeks afterwards, but it's my the role I'm proudest of. Yeah, I, I, it's one of my all-time favorites. I told you that even before we went live. Well, yep. you have good taste. Well, I was told that that my wife reminds me of that daily. <laughs> good. Yeah. You've been in so many classics; it's unbelievable. When I was looking, I'm like, really, she was in that? Really? Oh, she yeah. was in that. You know, I, just, I did the same thing. I was like, wow. Guys, wow. really? You didn't know these films that I've been in? I mean, they're. Well, I've watched all of them, but it's making that connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because, you know, when you, you know, when you watch movies, it's mm -hmm. okay. You recognize the actor, you recognize an actress, and then you see them in another movie later on, but you don't remember that they were in that movie that you watched last year. Yeah. So when I was going yeah, through that yeah. list, I was just like, wow, okay. Well, and you know, I, I'm one of those actors that really like to submerge themselves into character roles. So it's it's fine with me to play, it really stokes my boat to play characters like in Three from Hell. Right. Um, where I get to hide behind this, this great character that emerges, but you don't really connect Dee Wallace necessarily. Right, right, right. You know, I mean, my all-time favorite movie, horror movie, is even on this list. What? The Hills Have Eyes, the original. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. That yeah. was a tough one, too. But everybody said, why did you take that part? He said, it was a job <laughs> at the very beginning of my career. You right. Know? And it was a lead role. I'm, if that's crazy to go, why did you take... You know, I didn't go looking for horror films, but horror found me, and I found out that I really loved the genre. Right. I, it gives me a chance to play really big arcs in characters. It gives me a chance to use a lot of my emotional life, which I have a lot of, and, um, and some really complex characters. Wow. I mean, I'm just I know. Like, really. I, I, I'm, I'm just like wow. Um, what's it like I'm, working I'm sitting with here Rob? talking to D. Wallace. I'm just like yeah. wow. What's, what's it like working with Rob? You've done a number of his. Films. Oh my God, I adore Rob. I adore Rob and I adore Sherry. Um, I love working with Rob because he, well, like the example I just gave you, he trusts you. Mm -hmm. You know, he he brings in the quality that he knows is right, and then he trusts you. In Lords of Salem, you know, in the first part of the picture, we're all playing a role. So I'm playing this cutesy little, he actually wrote it after me, cutesy little healer lady, right? And, and then we give Sherry to the devil, and I'm sitting in in my dressing room and something's really bothering me about the scene coming up and it's bothering and I know that feeling when I get that feeling it's like no something's off either you're acting or you have an idea or and I went oh my god that was a role I was playing that's not who I really am 
And I ran to Rob on stage and I said, I explained it to him and I said, can I just, can I slick my hair back and, and make my, my face harder, you know, because that's who she really is, is a bitch is who she really, and again, he looked at me and he took it in and he looked at his watch. He said, you got 10 minutes and he just trusted me, He, right. but he he also knows it when he hears it. He knows he knows the truth of something when he hears it. Mm-hmm. You know, and on Halloween, oh my God, Scout Taylor Compton and I had such an amazing time doing Halloween with him because we had three steady cams going all the time. And so we we came in and did it as it's scripted. And then Rob says, Okay, everybody come and bring your best shit in. Right. And we were all over the whole thing about fucking the baby. That was all improv. But, you know, that's the excitement of acting with a director who gives you the room to when those things come in that you feel safe to go with them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when the magic happens. That a, re, a sign of a really good director gives you the freedom to tap in in the moment. Well, it, you you take the character and you make it yourself, which kind of changes things script-wise. No, I take myself and make me the character. Right. But you she, let your, she got you on that one. Well, you let your personality <laughs> loose as, as opposed to just following a script and dialogue and this that and the other you know you let yourself come out beyond what the uh the part or the role actually is absolutely that's that's what that's basically what i was saying and it makes it more real i think absolutely and and in the moment uh i mean in et in the dinner table scene um you know stephen would whisper to the kids okay say this line and say that so kids work better that way and he quickly found out that i worked very much like a kid that my method is not knowing what i'm gonna do i don't ever want to know what i'm gonna do because i want to be truthful in the moment Mm -hmm. so when he said he's in mexico with sally mary feels the tears coming up and i had the thought oh my god i don't want the kids to see me cry so i got up and left the table and stephen after he cut, he came over and he said, D, why didn't you get up and leave? And I explained to him what happened. And he he went, all right, guys, I need you to build a kitchen set over here. You got 30 minutes. I need a sink with running water. Uh, and he took me, we picked up me leaving from the set then, taking the dishes over to the sink where he brings me into that big close-up where I said, he hates Mexico. And all of it just happened like that because... Yep. I was free enough to follow that moment that Mary knew was truthful and leaving the table. Wow. <laughs> and it okay. with all, all the great directors I've ever worked with. Blake right. Edwards, Peter Jackson, Joe Dante, Lewis, I mean, for God's sake, and Cujo. All, all we did was tap dance. We had a script, but, you know, you're working with a six-year-old kid and a dog you got to be alive in every moment and go where they go. Right. You know? How was it working with the dog? It was great. Those dogs, there were 13 dogs that played Cujo. Okay. Yeah, I figured there were a bunch of them. Well, first of all, for those of you who love animals like I do, you you can't overwork the animals. Mm-hmm. So we had several dogs that played Cujo. And 
they were all trained to go after different toys. So one of them was a digger, and one of them was a growler, and one of them was a, a aggressive barker, and one of them was a jumper. But they were all trained to, okay, here's your toy. I'm putting it here, but you can't go around to get it. And Carl Miller just had them trained within an inch of their life and took such good care of those dogs. He even slept in the barn with them. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And, you know, it's interesting because Stephen King used the dog that is known as the kindest, most docile yes. baby dog. And so it's more frightening when something so kind and sweet and loving turns into a monster. Yeah, that, that... Well, yeah, because they're, they're known as the rescuer dogs, basically. Yeah. Yep. That movie terrified they me as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I heard there was something special they needed to do with the dogs to, to tone them down a little bit. Tone them down? Uh, they, they were a little too happy during the... Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. We had to tie their tails down. Yeah, with fish wire. We, there's a couple of shots they left in there because they thought the tail wagging was even more menacing. <laughs> but most of them, we had to tie their tails down because, again, it was a game for them. Right. Oh, I'm gonna get my toy. I'm gonna get my toy. <laughs> yeah, some a dog just doesn't look angry or mad when its tail is wagging. Yeah, unless it's wagging ready to attack you, and then the audience reads in a whole different meaning behind that tail wag. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I do know that uh, you have a hard out today, so I wanted to make sure we get it in. Uh, we have the trailer for Nest. Uh, oh, would, great. Would you like to uh, uh, give a brief synopsis of Nest? Uh, yeah, Nest is your good old-fashioned insect film. Insects take over the people in the world. And um, it's really well done. Uh, I think aficionados are going to really love this film. I had a great time doing it. And again, there's that arc. I start out as the nice next-door neighbor babysitter and end up as uh, one of the evil cohorts with the insects. Like this when I was a little girl. Cooper, help me out! Meg, why don't you want to be at school today? She's so attached to me now, and and, and she's still so attached to her bear. Ricky, because I had a bear just like him when I was your age. Did you talk to him? Oh, hell no. 
<laughs> uh, okay, The Nest is available out on VOD right now. Uh, there's information show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, another thing in the show notes is, uh, you know, you you, you have uh, a very spiritual side, D. You've uh, you've written some awesome books, uh, and I do have a link in the show notes. Uh, you know, right when you go there, uh, brings you to Amazon. And uh, The Big E, is that your latest one? Uh, no, my latest one will be out right after the first of the year. It's published, and let me just say, if you want to create anything and you want to manifest in your life and it's not happening, this book will tell you how to do it. It's called Born, and it's simple, way beyond the secret stuff. Um, I live my life teaching this stuff, and it works. Works in, I mean, look how many films I have. <laughs> right. And uh, it just, uh, it's freedom when you know how to create simply. So that's, you know, they'll, all your listeners will know if they're pulled toward that. So, and, so you said that's your sixth book. Your first is. book, your first book was Conscious Creations. Yes. Um, and you've been a healer now for you said 40 years yep can I'm you your audience channel my specialty is being able to see into people's energy and tell them where their blocks are you know cool guys basically people don't understand our brains how we see ourselves in the world and how we see the world seeing us and our worth locked in by eight years old so if you want to see what walls you're hitting, go back to your childhood from conception to eight. See what you were taught. See what you were modeled. You know, what you watched your parents model to you, because that's a lot of it. You'll find a lot of your blocks that, you know, that was the their stories. You get to write your own story if you're conscious enough to do that. Well, I'm cool. I'm completely fucked then. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, no, no. I was going to say That's the same the thing. Beauty is nobody's fucked because every moment of now you're born. Every moment you're born. I was thinking back to when I was eight and how many walls I actually ran into. <laughs> well, that's, right? a whole, that's a whole other issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I did my gla- I was. I did my glasses on when I was uh, looking up your book titles and I came across getting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I replaced the U with an I when I wrote it down. Oh, for some reason. Guys, you have to put up with this all the time, huh? <laughs> Lord have mercy upon uh, myself. Uh, <laughs> it, only took him, it, only it only took him 31 minutes to derail us this time. Yeah. <laughs> Usually yeah. it's five, but he lasted 31 <laughs> minutes. I'm going to give See? him credit. You know, if the best book for my film fans to read is Bright Light because it's my autobiography through all the films and all the great directors I've worked with. And Leo, where can they find all that? Uh, there's a, if you look in the show notes, there's something that says books. There's a link right there. I'll bring you to all these books uh, right on Amazon. You can go check those out. They're up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Also, IMD Wallace, uh, your website is there as well. And uh, that's where people can find out more information. You have a radio show. Uh, you do that, is it weekly? Uh, yeah. 
every Sunday, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, and people call in and ask the channel anything they want to know about. Awesome. Drug, sex, rock and roll, relationships, money, health, a lot of health questions. Yeah. I, I could see that right now, a lot of health questions. Oh, my God. People are so challenged. It's... <laughs> It's pretty staggering, really. And, you know, guys, we're living in our own horror film. Right. A lot of people are leaving. A lot of people are deciding, I didn't sign up for this shit, and they're out of here. Wow. Yeah. Three years from now, we'll see Dee as the leading role in this horror film. (laughs) Okay. Dee could write a really good one, I think. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Leo, did you see the question that came in from uh, Jared Mack? Uh, Oh. Uh, token with the dead ET fans or horror fans who has a better fan base. So that would be a question for D. So oh yep. Well, I think oh, he was oh, just oh, oh. ET it fans to... or horror fans who ha- uh between those two ET fans and horror fans. Oh for sure horror. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. I love my horror fans and I'm proud to be a scream queen. I. I the love... original, the original. <laughs> well, no, I think Jamie was the original. Yeah, Jamie no. said, well, she set a precedence for it. She most yeah, certainly did. She set a precedence for it, but I think that the legendary then, we're going to give the legendary. Oh, okay, I'll take that. The legendary screen queen. Right. You know, I'm, I'm really lucky because I can go do these horror films and then I go do little Christmas films and I then I do family films for a lifetime and... Uh, I, I, even though within this genre, I'm a scream queen, I'm not pigeonholed really in anything. Right, right. Uh, well, I think they go, wow, if, if we need somebody who, who really can emote, let's get T. Wallace. <laughs> well, uh, so. j- just curious, what's the, uh, what's the Christmas movie you're working on? Um, the contract's. I'm literally oh, no. on my way in three days. The contracts aren't signed yet, but it's for Hallmark. Okay. And it's a beautiful, beautiful little film. Awesome. This, yep. this Christmas. One other film that we do want to touch on real quick. Um, I mean, I know we still have plenty of time, but if we well, can touch I think on it. We talk about E.T. Fan, uh, 13 Fanboy. 13 yeah. Fanboy, yep. yeah. Yeah. 13 because, Fanboy. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of of hype on the internet um, even before the pandemic when we were shooting it um, Deborah Voorhees directed it one of my favorite people in the world um, and I can't believe that nobody wrote this storyline before but it's about we play a lot of a- uh, actresses play ourselves and we're being stalked by real stalkers not of right. course real in real life So, well, you never know uh, how people decipher things. So, uh, you know, anybody that loves Friday the 13th franchise is going to love this film. Uh, A lot of craziness, a lot of twists and turns, a lot of dead people. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of emotional work from several good actresses. So is it it like a... um... Uh, a horror slasher, not a horror comedy by any stretch. No, it's not. No, so it's, it's it's basically a horror slasher. For yeah, yeah, okay. and it'll yeah. be out in October. 
Perfect timing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a marketing thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. One would think. See, you know, that's what I think happened to the Frighteners because it was supposed to come out at Halloween. And there was another big film that wasn't finished. So Universal released it during the summer and it got in with all the big blockbusters. And it's such an underrated film. It's mm -hmm. such a good film. I wish Peter would talk them into re-releasing it again. Right. That would be a great idea. Yeah. yeah, it is. I think it would really hold up. Re-release it around Halloween. I think it would do great. Oh, yeah. Make, make a special 4K release or IMAX release or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. You know, they just uh, did a 4K on the Howling. Oh, nice. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. Just came out. Yeah. That's Very incredible. Very pleased about that for Joe. That's awesome. awesome. So you mentioned what, you know, your most difficult part was in Cujo as far as a role to play. Uh, what was your favorite role to play? My favorite role would probably be a toss-up between Ten and the Howling. <laughs> uh, because in Ten, that was my first big movie with a big director, you know, and, and they took me to Las Hadas, Mexico. They put me up in a suite that was all marble, and Blake came up to me. Well, I saw all the other supporting characters got fired one by one. And I thought, well, at least I've had a great vacation in Las Hadas, Mexico, right? But he, he kept me and he kept me in it. And I just, I loved working with Dudley and I loved working with Blake. And, um, that's awesome. You know, for a little girl from Kansas, I felt like I died and gone to heaven. I was getting to do what I loved and being treated like a princess. You know, that was. And the howling, Christopher and I were engaged at the time and we got to do it together. And I did not get him hired. I want everybody to know. Really? Yeah, Dan Blatt called. Well, I had to audition, I had to go in for a callback. And, and then uh, Dan, our beautiful producer, called me and said, well, we've got a great cast, Dee, but we're still looking for your husband. We just need somebody who's real virile and manly, but has this sensitive side. And I go, oh, my God, that's Chris. <laughs> I'm not a real blonde either. So I said... I said, um, you know, there's this guy I did chips with, Christopher Smith or Stone, some kind of S word. Uh, try and find him. He might be right for it. So they went out and they found him and called him in and he auditioned and got the part. And the day <laughs> after they hired him, Dan Black called and I picked up the phone and I said, hello. And he goes, D? I said, hi, Dan. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I must have called the wrong number. You know that guy? you recommended well we loved him and we hired him and i said no nope, you got the right number and there was this long pause <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and i said look you're only gonna have to have one trailer look at it that way <laughs> so you didn't get get him hired you were just a little sneaky Pointed him in the right direction. He got it on his own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She, she then, planted the seed. Yep. Yeah. And then Cujo came along. Dan was the producer. And he sent me the script. You don't like my style. Oh, oh sorry. Hit the wrong. 
I hit what the wrong buttons. Are you hitting? Are we Sorry. hitting the wrong button, Leo? <laughs> oh my uh, god! I was trying to delete a trailer, so I I, I I didn't hit the wrong button. But you know, then I hit the wrong button. <laughs> All right, we love you anyway. Thank you. So anyway, Cujo came along, and he, uh, Dan also produced Cujo and offered it to me. <sighs> And he sent me the script and went, oh, my God, Dan, you know I don't do sex scenes like this. He said, well, would you do it with Christopher with your clothes on? And I went, what do you mean? And he said, well, we want to hire Christopher for the lover. And I went, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I wasn't, no. I, it's just not who I am, guys. No. I've had little tiny nudity in a couple of things. but And now everybody's going to be going out trying to find those. Aren't you? I'm not telling you what they are. There's over 200. <laughs> you're gonna have to look through. Yeah, it's and, a lot of watching. You can... <laughs> it's one of my lesser-known films. Uh, well, you can find the link to all those in the show notes up ahead, uh, <laughs> up above or down below. Uh, and also, speaking of that, you know, speaking of movies, now is the time, you know, if you want to head back to the theaters, Prospect Theater is an awesome place, local right here in Connecticut. And uh, you know what? Here's a, here's a commercial for them. Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Ridgefield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. So I have the link for them in the show notes. Uh, Free Guys Out, you can go check that out. Also, Suicide Squad. Uh, but also, uh, Still Token With, there's a, there's a tour happening. Uh, check this out. Ben, you said you had a code, or was that the one that was listed? Actually, no. The code that was listed is for higher education, so that's Weed Smoking Zombie. If you punch that in when you buy your tickets, you'll get 10% off. But Billy from Tidewater Horror Convention called me up, and he has a code uh, DEAD. If you use code DEAD for Tidewater Horror Convention, you'll also get 10% off a single-day ticket or your weekend pass. 
But he also gave us the authority to give away a couple of free tickets. So uh -huh. let's bring everybody back up on the screen here. And our amazing guest, D, um, has played certain character name in five films. If somebody can send me who that name is, we'll let you know um, who the winner is later on. But she played the same name character in five films. So you can just ooh, send us. Oh, I know, I know. You can't win. You're going to be there anyways. Damn. <laughs> But you can just send uh, me or Jeff a personal message if you have the correct answer. We'll announce that um, at some point because we have a hard out tonight, so we don't have time to play the uh, games. Sounds good. <laughs> now back to our amazing guest, folks. Wait, what what games are we missing? Um, no, I was just that was the game. Oh, if... I, I, I okay. See, so you missed it. I know. Well, no, I I just I just want to see how well our viewers actually know. D. Wallace in her career. It's very simple to find this answer, but you played a certain character's name in five different films. Well, don't be asking me. <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and I am going to let everybody in on a little secret. She mentioned it way earlier at the beginning of the show. So if you were paying attention and you weren't stoned, you might have... <laughs> You might have got it. You might have got it. Uh, and uh, while we still have you, I uh, want to make sure you check the show notes up above or down below. Uh, you can find all the information for D. She does a show live every Sunday where you can call in. Uh, also, The Nest is out on VOD right now. Uh, and also, uh, you have a new book coming out in January. And uh, I have the link to Amazon Which there is as well. sixth book, folks. Her sixth yeah. book. Six. Six Born, giving birth to a new you. That's the name of it. Awesome. But you got to start with the first one. So you're going to buy one, two, three, four, and five. <laughs> and then you can buy six. Not necessarily. <laughs> but uh, we want you to. And get inspired. I, I wouldn't argue with you if you did that. So. Uh, in you know, it's weird. I spend half of my life doing horror films and the other half of my life uh, healing people from fear. And the two worlds come together really more than easily than you ever know. Because bottom line, pretty much we're the biggest horror film. All right. the all the fears and the anger and all that shit that's inside of us, we're, you know, that's your own horror film. So you say bye-bye. We create our own nightmares. You bet. Yep. Absolutely. And we also want to let everybody know, make sure in October you're looking for 13 Fanboy. You're going to want yeah. to see that. I'm definitely going to want yeah. to see that just because yeah. I like stuff like that. Um, so uh, that, along with uh, along with D, also Corey Feldman's in it, Kane Hodder, uh, as well, uh, a slew of Corey's awesome people. Corey's awesome in it, by the way. Awesome. Really awesome in it. Uh, and uh, sorry, Ben, I just wanted to make note also okay. real quick, uh, if you're interested in books or also some awesome films, uh, D has a very talented daughter. Gabrielle yeah, Stone. I was going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. Uh, her, her book, Eat, Pray, FML, is a must read, but also she's an amazing filmmaker as well. And her we're, we're, second book will be out in a month. Very cool. And I think, I'll I tell think, you, the apple didn't fall very far, did it? No, no. I was looking at a lot of her credentials as well, and uh, she's somebody that we're going to talk to um, Harlan about getting on the show as well at some point. Oh, she's an awesome... Uh, yeah, your guests would really love her. But what I was going to say is that you actually got to star in a feature film with your daughter, putting you into a very rare category in Hollywood. Yes, we've actually done uh, several things together, and I uh, 
played a lawyer in her short film that's won lots of awards. And um, and then she directed, have you guys seen Stay Home that I produced this year? It's a little 20 minute, you know, a bunch of us were sitting around and going, dear God, what can we do during the pandemic? And I said, let's make a present for the fans. So we did this nice. 20 minute uh, horror film called Stay Home with a play over, you know, COVID, you're safer if you stay home. Well, not in this film. And Daniel Harris and Kane and um, Scout Taylor uh, and, and Barbara, uh, you know, we all came together and we literally, Gabrielle directed it over the phone on, with GoPro cameras that we sent to everybody. <laughs> wow. And it, it looks, <laughs> I think really amazing. Where can so, we find? Where can when can where YouTube. can somebody find it? It's you on YouTube. Find it on YouTube, yeah. So there you go, folks. Everybody that's watching or that's going to be listening to this later, make sure you go check out "Stay Home" on YouTube. Yeah, I just wrote it down. I did because I have I have CRS. Yeah, I wrote it down on my thirty-seven pages of show notes that were on D. Right. <laughs> I there was she, there's so many credentials in her career that I ran out of paper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I know we got about a minute left. Was there anything else you wanted to make sure that we, we touched on, Dee? Oh, my God. I think I, I think we've gotten to everything, and I'm greatly appreciative for that. What do you think? Let me throw you a question. What's the question you think your fans would most like to have answered? Wow. Well, we already covered the nudity thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we mute his mic at the beginning. <laughs> I see now. God help us when he's stoned and has a drink in his hand. Right? That's all I'm saying. Oh, trust me. I've been there. No uh, filter. No filter. No filter. No. I'm, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure you know who Bill Diamond is. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jeff and I are actually very good friends with Bill, and he's actually the one that's producing our TV series. Um, but when Jeff had a couple of drinks and a, a gummy actually said something to Bill that got him to stand up and walk out of the room and come get me. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> I, yeah, but see, I fixed it. You did fix it. You did fix it. I, yes, can't, get I, into, did. I can't get into what was said because we're releasing that uh, in two weeks. <laughs> I see. I see. But okay. yes, yes. Uh, oh, wow. I don't know. Well, uh, I know we're short on time, so uh, I'll ask one if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, so uh, what is a, other than, than horror, what is a genre that you would like to explore more? Or is there a certain series that you would like to uh, maybe get invited to? Like, are, are you dying to be in a Marvel movie? Or... I am dying to be in Law & Order. Oh, nice. It's wow. my favorite show. Oh, I love And Law I'm Order. dying to work with Anthony Hopkins. It's big time on my bucket list. Um, nice. I... As far as movies uh, go, I... You've done like, all of them. Something like Pretty Woman. I, don't ask me where that came from, but, you know, not your typical relationship film, mm -hmm. but challenged relationship, but with a lot of uh, sensitivity to it. Yeah. But Law and Order, for sure. First thing first thing that came into my little bean brain. Wow. Never wow. would have expected that. Yeah. That's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, folks, uh, yeah. D does have a hard out tonight. She has something she has to take care of. 
So, Leo? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me, uh, you know, uh, we do a lot of awesome stuff. Check the show notes. There's a ton of stuff there, but just go Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I run the Dorkening Podcast Network. Just about 40 shows on a network. As a matter of fact, we're going to do uh, a couple shows tonight. So, stay tuned. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, Jeffrey. What? Why would you go to Jeffrey before the guest? I'm Go so, to D. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in a rush. I'm sorry. D, Wrong where, button. <laughs> uh, where do you like fans Come interacting? Come to me, baby. Come to me. What? Uh, where do you like fans interacting with you on social media? Anywhere. 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 I, I'm, I don't do TikTok, but you can find me everywhere else. Probably Instagram. Instagram? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and I do have those in the show notes. Uh, oh, I'm glad because my daughter rolls her eyes at me. Everybody asks me and I go, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's awesome is you have a link tree and that has all your links right there. So, you well, know. yippee for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay. Now, look, I'm an old broad trying to do social media and keep up, okay? You're so. doing well. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> we do the best we can. Yeah, that's all yeah, we can we do. Yeah, we do. And I, I you know, I, I think I'm doing really, really well. I've worked all the way through the pandemic, and I've got some good stuff coming out that I know the fans are going to love. And so I hope to see you at the conventions, get some hugs. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. We'll yeah. run into each other. I can pretty much guarantee it. Okay. Yeah. That's a deal. Awesome. Uh, Texas Frightmare coming up, so definitely check that out. A bunch of other stuff, and I'm sure you can find all that on our website. Uh, Jeffrey. Hi. Hi. Yeah, don't, don't don't ever Google me. Never. You can Google Leo because none of that crap is true anyway. Uh, but don't Google me. There's too many of me's, I think, because I did that once. They said never Google yourself because it's going to scare the hell out of you. Well, it scared the hell out of me, so don't ever Google me. Look us up on uh, uh, stilltoken.com. That's the, uh, the best place to get in touch with us and who we're doing. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, get involved in anything that we're doing. All the information is right there. Uh, and I'm sure the links are also in the show notes up above and down below, right, Leo? They are, they are. They are, they are. Yeah. So uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Dee. Uh, it has been an honor to actually sit and chat with you. Uh, you brought up a lot of my favorite movies. Going through that list, I was reminiscing for half the day today about some of these movies I was looking oh, at. Oh, thank you. So, and that's where that's at. Okay, Benjamin. Oh, yeah. So make sure you check the show notes up above or down below. Take a look at these books. I mean, you won't be uh, disappointed. I mean, how could you be disappointed? Look at everything that she's done. None of us were disappointed by any of the films. So we want to thank Dee for coming out tonight. Um, but we want to give a shout out to our veterans and first responders. We want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can do what we do every day. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Bye.